So welcome to the Freedom Bus. My name is Elizabeth Martin and I am the host of the Freedom Bus. I am a licensed acupuncturist, a Chinese medicine mentor, and I'm here to talk about stories, real stories of mom entrepreneurs and how they do it, how they balance life and how they enjoy being a mom and also really doing their life's purpose. So here today I have Vicki Pollock. She is my isogenics queen and my amazing friend um, who's who's such a powerhouse, a mom entrepreneur. And um, she has she has a son and she's <laughs> she's always been my resource in navigating uh, being a mom and also running a business and, you know, just kind of managing your own schedule. Um so we just started a, a free flow conver- conversation, you know, obviously we're, we're friends, so it's pretty cool to just kind of check in like how our kids are and what we're doing. And, um, but, uh, you know, we started talking about how, you know, why did I start the bus? So it's, you know, part of the, part of that is really just connecting with, with other moms and really connecting with their stories. So, um, you know, Vicki, I think the audience would love to hear about just a little bit about your story and your background. Um, and then, I'd love to get into like the whys and like who you are and all the things that you do, um, to keep yourself sane and, and, um, you know, please brag. I want, I want people to know how amazing you are. (laughs) So, Oh my God. I think I speak for everybody who listens to you that we're like all obsessed with you. Oh, stop. (laughs) Thank you. Literally the best. You bring so much calm and peace to anybody that you speak to truly, truly. Um, yeah. So my name is Vicki Pollock. Um, I guess I am an Elizabeth Martin self-proclaimed isogenics queen. Is that what we're doing? Okay. That's it. I'm going to put on my resume. Whatever you call yourself. Isogenics queen. I have a tattoo. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll give you a little bit about my story about how I got started Mm -hmm. in it. So back in 2014, I started gaining weight. Didn't know I was pregnant with my now almost seven year old son. Mm. And, um, I knew about the isogenics 30 day weight loss program. Mm -hmm. I ordered it from a woman I was referred to and 24 hours later found out I was pregnant. And I was like, Oh, that's why I'm getting, cause no one tells you the second you conceive, like you can't button your pants. (laughs) You get like bloated. Totally. I had that bloat. So, um, I actually called her back to return the products, not knowing that they were clean enough to take during pregnancy. So I was Mm -hmm. actually on the isogenic shakes and there's snacks all throughout my pregnancy and all throughout nursing. Mm. So she said, she told me that. Um, and she actually, she asked me to take a look at the business. And for any listener who doesn't know, Isogenics is a part of like network marketing, MLM. And I had, I was the world's biggest skeptic on earth. And I know people hear that a lot. Like, oh, I didn't believe in it. But I no, know. guys, like for real. Me for too. Real. I mean, I think that was our first conversation with it. I was like, listen, totally. I, I love you, but like, I don't know. I don't really do totally. this kind of stuff. 100%. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that person. <laughs> I get it. I was like, I don't want any part of your pyramid scheme. Yeah. So Alexis is the woman who enrolled me at Lexus. I don't want any part of your pyramid scheme. Good luck. Yeah. Godspeed. Right. Little did I know she had just become the hundredth millionaire of the company. Wow. And she's so humble. Of course, she's not gonna be like, well, I became a millionaire. No. (laughs) So I didn't know that. um, And I didn't know that level of wealth and opportunity there. I had a preconceived notion of this industry as so many people do. Um, And so I ignored it and I just kept pushing her off and pushing her off. She's like, let me connect you with some other people and they'll be able to tell you that they did it too. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) fast forward a few months after that. I took a look at how much infant daycare was going to cost me. And I was working at the time at a job that I absolutely loved. I was climbing a corporate ladder. I was making well over $100,000 a year. 
sincerely not looking for anything else to put on my plate. Like I didn't need it. I wasn't like desperate for cash, right? right. I was living in Manhattan with Keith, uh, with my husband at the time and we were fine. Yeah. Um, but for anybody who lives in the city, you know, like that a hundred thousand dollars a year is still kind of paycheck to paycheck. So that was the only reason why I hesitantly with every ounce of my body, like with every ounce of trepidation started my isogenics business. My initial goal was to get $2,000 a month for infant daycare. And that's all I wanted. Right. And that was in 2014. And then fast forward to 2016, I was close to tripling that corporate income when I was able wow. to leave and do isogenics full time. So now in 2021, when people talk to me about their skepticism or like they just have questions or they question me or they're like, I don't get it. I'm like, I totally get, I get it. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's like almost unbelievable that right. people can do it, mm -hmm. but that was, that was really it. And so I stepped into this journey of isogenics and building this huge organization, not knowing that that's what was going to happen. Right. Not because I had entrepreneurial dreams, but because I had bills to pay. Right. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. No. Yeah. That, and so why? Yes. That's your why for starting your, your company. Totally. Was because of your children. Totally. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So there was sacrifice. Because of your son. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I had, there was sacrifice in the, I mean, there's always a little sacrifice in that. I think when you just said so beautifully about mom guilt and some mothers have let, you were saying that before we were yeah. started recording right. there, that sacrifice uh, comes with this like little twinge of guilt, this thing that lives in all of us mothers that no matter how hard we try, I think mm -hmm. it will always be there. So I, I think now seven years later in my journey, I've created a relationship with it yeah. versus right. Like yes. we almost have to, yes. like we just acknowledge that it's going to be there for some, we could be as enlightened humans as possible. It doesn't matter. It's like never this thing that goes away. Right. So as long as I now, what I've found is I just have created a relationship where I could take a look at it and be like, okay, cool. You're there. I get it. Yes. I love you. <laughs> We're going to put you aside and I'm going to like do the do right now. Well, that's the difference, right? Between people. I mean, I think every mom feels guilt in no matter what, you know, avenue you're in, but mm -hmm. you know, it's what we do with that guilt is really what's going to make or break you. Just like, just like we're all have fear but it's the people that take that fear and actually still show up that's, totally. that are the successful ones. So totally. you were able to, what do you think, like, what, what was like your mantra? Like what kept you like going? Like, even though it was hard and like, you know, I'm, and I know that, you know, people don't see all the, all the things you had to go through in order to get to the success where you are like, you know, right. So what were some of the, what was like one big challenge that you faced um, that, you know, you think our listeners could learn from that, you know, that you, and how did you overcome it? Yeah. So there wasn't just one big challenge. I actually think in my line of work, what comes with it always is judgment from other people. Mm. So that if there's like that undertone in what I was doing always. Right. So even if it wasn't apparent, it was always there. So I had to again, reframe my relationship with my fear of judgment from right. people. Yeah. And the only reason I really went to work on it is because I saw other people who were not by any means extraordinary human beings. They were normal people yeah. in isogenics who just like 
who were making a lot of money. And I was like, what? Like that person's doing what? And so. Because the products are amazing because yes. they, they sell themselves. Totally. You know? so, totally. And I'm definitely like not, you know, a multi-level marketer person, but these, when you believe in the products, it's yes. really, you know, and you yes. see differences in how your skin and your body feels, it's, they kind of sell themselves. And totally. And also you can make money doing that. Totally, totally. (laughs) And when I would find, I'd meet these people at events and stuff and they're like, hey, I'm pulling in a cool million a year. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Who? You know, there's people that didn't have, you know, uh, college backgrounds or like who just didn't have like sales experience. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no, they call this industry the great equalizer. So they say literally anybody from any walk of life, no matter who you are, can come here and do it, but you have to have, you have to be able to hone a certain set of skills. And one of the skills to circle back that you have to hone is having a better relationship with this fear of judgment from other people. I would say that that's typically the largest challenge Mm. that people have coming into this. Mm. One thing I believe that separates me is that I have Yes, the fear is there, of course. Mm-hmm. The the little thing that happens in your heart when you're like nervous, like that's yeah. there. But I'm so passionately attached to why I'm doing it. Right. So it's it just pulled now, seven years in, I just pull out of it in two seconds. Right. Yeah. But when I first started, I'd have to make it a practice to like really check into, okay, wow, that was really uncomfortable. Oh, it was really vulnerable for me to put something like that up on social media or Facebook or whatever. Okay. But you know what, Vicky breathe because your why is bigger. Doesn't, mm. it doesn't matter what Stacy from middle school is saying about you behind your back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, She's like, not paying your mortgage. You're fine. I yeah. love that. I yeah. love that. So really like, it's just kind of checking in with yourself and how you're feeling and like, kind of like those self talks that really helped you kind of get through it. Yes. There's a lot of inner dialogue that has to happen. Right. It's it's like they say it's 80% mindset, 20% how to's. And I would mm-hmm. say that's true. Now, listen, I've never built a business like you from scratch. Like you built a brick and mortar business from scratch that requires very similar skills, but on a different level. So mm-hmm. I'm imagining that, but I'm imagining it's the same concept. There's mindset that's required there for you. Well, I think the thing is that you don't want to focus on, and you know, like you, like, you don't want to focus on like how much money you're going to make, right? You focus on like how many lives can I change today? And like when you, I think the difference between the people that are, you know, a lot of times when you're like searching for the money, that's when it's like not there. But when you're searching for like, how many people can I help? Like, and that's kind of where I started. I'd never imagined to have like this, you know, multi practitioner practice. Like, I guess I did imagine it, but I didn't, you know, you don't think it's like a reality. Right. (laughs) Um, but when you just focus on like the first step and like little by little, just like you, like you knew you needed to make X amount of money just to pay your bills. And then it kind of just grows from there. You're like, wow, like same thing. Like I remember treating my first patient and getting my first like insurance check. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like I can get paid for what I love to do. Like I just, and like, I know for you, like you just have a natural way of being able to speak to people and kind of get right at their heart. Like I love, um, I just love your Facebook post so much and how you get real raw. Like, and it's like, you say the things that people are thinking, but just don't say. <laughs> yes. And it's like, yes, I definitely feel that way, but I don't think I'd have the guts to say it out loud. So where do you think that comes from, for, from you? Like, were you always like that or was it like... <laughs> I would say yes. So first of all, I was, I've always been like a little bit of a black sheep. So I've always been the person that's like, can we just cut to the chase here? 
You know what I mean? Like can, what, everything else is such a waste of time. Um, I am highly unoffendable. Yes. There is not much people could say to me that would offend me. Right. I feel like getting offended is a colossal waste of people's energy. Mm. Um, there's actually a meme on Facebook that's a girl with and her, her there, she's like, has a shocked face to like, oh, and it, the words say, um, oh, you got offended. Do you know what happens when you get offended? Absolutely nothing. Get over it. Oh, I love <laughs> that. It's like, amazing. <laughs> just like, can we all just move on? Well, it's like, it's like when people get offended, it's like your, you, something you have to look within yourself. Yes. Right? Something like it's a trigger. That's something, okay, that's work I got to do on myself. Like, why am totally. I getting triggered by this person? Yes. You and know? like, I'm not perfect. Right. Like, of yeah. course, like some days I'll get triggered by something, but, yeah. but yeah, I think I've always, I've always been like that. And actually one of the questions that you wrote in your list, yes. like to prepare for this conversation right. was what do you consider to be freedom? Like what, what is yeah. your definition of freedom? Mm-hmm. And a core definition of freedom by my standards is being able to be authentically you a hundred percent of the time and being Mm. so unapologetic about it. Mm. And I try so every day to wake up doing that and to function from that space in every interaction I have with anyone business or otherwise, Mm. then I want to teach my son that too. be you no matter where you are, no matter who you're with, no matter what, if you're like true to yourself and your message, that's what matters. I love that. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's why I love having people like you on because we have to change the narrative of like fitting in or, you know, totally. doing things how you're supposed to do them or, you know, um, to me, like that's definitely freedom. Like that represents this bus. You know, everyone's like, why did you get a bus? I'm like, why did you get an RV? I'm like, but I love the bus. Yes. <laughs> you know, the bus, it's like the uniqueness of you. Like be you. Like, I love that. I love that about you. That's definitely like a defining character within you is like, you're not afraid to say the things that people want to say, but don't. <laughs> yes, I'll be their mouthpiece. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but I guess that has a lot to do with being, like you said, before about being an entrepreneur is like just really having the resilience to just yeah know that you know the feelings are there but you kind of just push through them you know because you stay aligned with your why totally which brings me to I know we did talk about a little bit about your why but I like to ask my listeners what is your selfish why and your selfless why so selfish is like why are you doing what you do which I think you told us a little bit about and then what is your selfless like what are what are the things that you like why do you do what you do in a selfless reason in a selfless way sure have you are you a friends person do you know the the show friends? Oh yes, of course. Okay. So yeah. there's an episode that Phoebe tries attempts or says like, there's, there's no such thing as a selfless act. Mm. Um, and she tries the entire episode to find, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? So funny. And at the end she got stung by a bee and she says to Rachel, like, <laughs> look, it's a selfless act. You know, he, he sung me and like, he's, that's he wanted to do that. And I'm hurting. And yeah. she's like, well, the bee dies after it stings you. And she's like, damn it. So I mean, my point here is, yes, I can give you as a selfless answer by my definition, but I also always believe yeah. there it fills me up that the selfish, the selfless part of what I do right. fills me up too. Mm. So the selfless reason of what I do, there is mm-hmm. actually, like you said before, I started my business because I needed to earn $2,000 a month to pay for daycare. Right. There was a transition along the way. And I don't honestly know when it happened, maybe like two or three years in that because I kept hearing people at tra- on training calls and leaders on stages who were training like this can't be about you. It's mm-hmm. not about you. It's not about the money. It's about other people. It's about helping other people. It's about helping people reach their health goals, like um, helping people leave their jobs and create wealth for themselves. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. And there was a little part of my brain that was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I still have a $2,000 a month daycare bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So like I didn't embody that. I didn't, it didn't click for me and didn't get it until yes. one of the people I enrolled right when I first started, her name was Lauren. She was my old coworker. And she, because of this opportunity that I was, that I helped her with, that I helped her with and introduced to her and got over myself and asked her to do it with me because of that, she was able to leave her job. And because she was able to leave her job, she was able to pack her whole family up from Brooklyn, New York, living in an apartment, no bigger than a square <laughs> to a whole home in Oregon. She lives on in Astoria, Oregon, right on the coast. Oh and like, my oh, my, it looks breathtaking and beautiful, but she never could have done that if she didn't have an opportunity like this to earn the money that she's now earning. Right. People, the messages that I get from people about like, just what the, forget about the income opportunity, what the products have done for people's lives, the amount of weight that people have lost, the amount of like energy that they've gained that people can, uh, there's a, a woman who I helped who was able to get a, um, her, her daughter was never able to wrap her arms around her for a hug. And now mm-hmm. she's able to wrap her arms around her for a hug. She's like, do you know what that does for me? Aww. So little by little by little, this started to shift from, I need to earn money to, I need to help more people, man. They yeah. don't get it. There's like a whole like I could really help people and make right. an impact. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that, that is the, if there is such thing as selflessness, yeah. that's my selfless why. <laughs> if there is such thing. Yeah. Maybe, right. Right. Okay. I yeah. love that. I yeah. love that. Um, yeah. And then I do want to go back because people don't know your full story. I kind of cut you off in the beginning, but yeah, no, I definitely think that the whole selfish, you know, you have to kind of hone in. I think that's what makes you even more successful is that when you start to think about, how many lives can I help rather than how many dollars I can make? Totally. Right. So um, I love that. So uh, tell me about your, a little bit more about the selfishly reason. I know that we had talked about it before in the beginning, but like, what do you think about when you are um, running your business and like when you're speaking to clients and you know, the amount of lives that you're helping, like, what do you, what do you think about? Yeah. Your why? So my selfish why. Yeah. My selfish, selfish why. why. Yeah. So I'm an unapologetically very money motivated person. Clearly. If you haven't gotten that by now. <laughs> I right. love it. I love it. And I also believe truly if we all could get a little bit more comfortable with talking about money, yes. like we, it would be a little bit more free, mm-hmm. right? We, people clam up about it. Right. And I'll ask people even when I'm having a conversation with somebody about the business, like financially, are you okay? Financially, Mm -hmm. do you have a plan B and how relevant for like the COVID world right now? Right. Mm -hmm. What's your plan B? Did you lose your job? Did you, and people get very, very tight about it. Right. So another skill that I've learned or had to hone is Mm -hmm. have being in that conversation and making people feel comfortable to let that money guard down. Right. Because I'm very, I'm like, let's talk about money all day. This is great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So because you can't create impact without money. Right? Absolutely. You need to be able to have the funds in order to help the people that you need to help. Yes. Right? And you cannot pour from an empty cup. Absolutely. You have to take care of your family first yes. right? and then you can take care of others. And you know, totally. You so. can't be like living in a box and like making a huge, you just can't. That's right. just like how it works. Right. I wish you could, but we can't. <laughs> exactly. And I drew, truly believe true wealth is there. It's a component of many different things and money is one of them. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So to go back to my selfish why, mm-hmm. because I'm so money motivated, of course, money. But another thing I've learned along the way in these seven years is it's really honestly not about the money mm-hmm. as much as it is about the choices that the money gives me. Mm. And so the for freedom, me, the right? freedom, yes. the freedom and the opportunity that because with with opportunity comes a sense of freedom that you don't ha- I can 
say yes to things now that I would have not been able to seven years ago, not, not to buy, but things like, um, perfect example. Um, my husband's father just recently passed and we had to go to Florida and we were, had to be there for a whole week. And life happens for all of us. We are, we will always be faced with some adversity like that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And if I were at my old job, I would have had to jumped through different hoops or gotten permission or done, you know, things like maybe lost some income somewhere because I had to physically be away from the job for five days. Right. And what this opportunity has afforded me is the ability to say yes to things like that without the worry of the money, yeah. if that makes any sense. No, that's definitely. And that is why that is my biggest. Oh, Stacy from way. right. <laughs> Stacy from high school judging me. Yeah. Oh, well, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just so crystal clear to me now. Doesn't really it. matter. Love it. So that's, um, I would say that's my selfish why. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I remember you were telling me, you know, I love what I do because I can like get my son off the bus if I'd yeah. like to, or I can take him to, you know, I can take him to a sports practice or mm-hmm. I can take him to these things. Like with my, with a traditional job, I wouldn't be able to do these things. Or if I want to take a day off, I can, you know, choose those things. Those are right. some of the fruits of like owning your own business totally. or, you know, doing using your own, you know, being able to create your hours and yes. having that freedom for sure. You could sit on a, I can sit on a, a freedom bus. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, have a conversation with a friend. You're you literally know? living it right now. <laughs> yes. This is it. This is the beauty of it. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, no, I think, I think being an entrepreneur in general is like, you're an artist and you're, you get to create your life. Very true. So that's, I, that to me is freedom. And, you know, a lot of the things that you had said represents myself as well. Just having the freedom to choose the way that you're going to live your life, being able to, you know, if you want to travel, you can, and like the the income doesn't stop, you know, um, you get to enjoy, but you know, what's really cool is that when you do those things, when you have those times to, you know, step away, if you needed to, you actually replenish yourself so that you can be even greater when you come back. And you can create from a different space (laughs) every time. So that self-care piece of it um, is super important as an entrepreneur, Um, you know, and and in Chinese medicine, there's always a yin and yang to things, you know, the yang is like the active, the activity, the, the masculine is like take action and continue to work, work, work. And then the, the feminine represents the yin, which is more like, like creation, rest, you know, internal work, um, things like that. Um, so, and something that I've experienced too, is that every entrepreneur has their own like self-care regimen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about like, like I even love like how you're, you're like, yeah, I'm making a shake and I'm talking to you. <laughs> like, so tell me, like, I, I think the listeners would love to know, like, what is like, what are some of the routines that you do in order to like, keep your mind and your body straight? Totally. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I would love to say that I'm a master at this and I'm okay. like 1% good at this. Okay. So I just need that to be clear. <laughs> okay. And I feel like sometimes I'll hear business owners talk about this and they're yeah. like, well, at 4am I wake up and I, you <laughs> know, read different. this, but I get totally. So yeah. one thing I've really gotten clear on is like literally everyone's different. So mm-hmm. I was one of those people that I'm like, okay, successful people wake up at four and mm-hmm. they do squats <laughs> for two hours and then they read this book and then they meditate for two hours. So I have to do that too. <laughs> And like, that's just simply not the case. Right. So I tried, yes. right? I mean, I didn't try that exact thing, but yeah. like I tried to mimic that right. and I was falling short every time and I wasn't enjoying, it was doing the opposite. It right. was like stressing me out. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
what I have found for me is that works for me. So every morning I have a read, uh, I read from two different books, a few pages in each book. One of them is um, a book called Until Today by Alana Van Zant. Do you know that one? No. So it's a, it's just dated. So like every day you read the date is on the top. So you read like one passage from there um, just to get my, my mind right. And then the second book that I read is a different, I have a, a whole stack next to my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a business book. It can be a network marketing specific book, but something to just really ground me in the content for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that's it for my morning routine reading wise. Okay. I don't meditate. Elizabeth knows she's like, you should (laughs) meditate. I know. Right. But like, because I'm so have, I'm, I do have such a form of meditation though, is, is reading, you know, you don't have to actually sit down on a mat to do that. Right. Even sitting and looking at the ocean. Totally. Just clearing your thoughts is, is a a way of meditating. Yes. Everyone's different. Yes. Everyone's different. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, so I have that reading routine every morning. I have my nutrition routine every morning. There's a, there, I take like a shot of this stuff from it's all isogenics shocker, but like you take a shot of this stuff, you take these vitamins, you take my supplements. I have my shake every morning. And what I recently started doing back in right the week before Thanksgiving was literally exercising seven days a week for 20 minutes a day. And I lift weights. Okay. I have I would be lying if I said every morning I jump out of bed ready to do it. I I have a hate, hate relationship with exercise. I want nothing to do with it. I'm not interested. But I do know the after effect helped a lot in terms of my productivity through the day and and surprisingly enough, like calming me down. It helped me. It helped my nervous system. So I make a conscious choice for 20 minutes a day, every single day, seven days a week, because that's that's works for me. Yeah. So that's my morning. See, that's pretty badass. Every day workout. I love it. Right. There I know. And I'm like, oh God. and I complain internally complain every day. I'm like, I don't want to change that it. mantra. Right. So totally. Love doing it. Every totally. Day. For right now. Right now. I'm just like going to do it. Okay. And still complain. <laughs> Sounds good. But I'm doing it. <laughs> it's you. That's it. That's it. So I do that. And then at night I ground myself with like, with the same kind of a nutrition routine. I take mm-hmm. the same supplements every night. I never miss a night. Like I'm very religious about that kind of stuff. And the same thing with the reading at night, mm-hmm. I'll do a, one page from one book and another page from another. Right. And that's it. And that's what grounds me. I'm like, I feel really good about that. I love that. You know, and I also love that you mentioned that everyone's different, that you've tried the, yeah. Cause like everyone's like, yeah, you gotta wake up 4am. You gotta totally. do these squats. You gotta do yep. this meditation. Tony Robbins pl- plunges into a cold pool. You <laughs> yes. gotta buy a cold pool and plunge in it. And I'm like, <laughs> But I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I love how you mentioned that, though, because everyone's different. Everyone's like success factor is different. And that actually can relate to Chinese medicine, how everyone is a different archetype. You know, everyone um, relates to different things. And um, I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you knew, but I just recently got my Kundalini certification. Um, so light leader Kundalini certification. Um, okay. My mentor and, and best friend, Brianna Rose, she actually um, taught me. We, I went through like a six month immersion certification course and where she actually took kundalini and she infused it with Chinese medicine and she helps you with identifying your success codes. And then I can actually help teach others how to identify those. Oh my God. That's so (laughs) effing cool. So what's pretty cool that you had mentioned that everyone's different. Like, yeah, like there's no cookie cutter way for success. Everyone has their own way. Everyone has their own energy. So just like, you know, like you said, it feels good for you to read. It feels like, you know, you don't want to wake up at 4am. Like 
that's, you know, um, that's really great that you can identify with that because I think a lot of people don't, they, they're like, oh, well, this person does this. So I have to do that. Yep. I think one of the issues is that we need to identify who we are first yeah. before we can really identify what's going to make us successful. Totally. Um, so that's why I love Chinese medicine. Cause we compartmentalize things and help to put things into patterns with different archetypes. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I know that you had taken my quiz and I believe you got earth. So uh -huh. earths are very like centered and they like help other people. They're nourishing, you know? So I think that's definitely fits within your personality. Um, and they're like hard workers too. Like, you know, they, uh -huh. <laughs> they're hard workers for sure. So, um, yeah, but Definitely anyone that's listening, you don't have to wake up at 4 a.m., plunge in a pool. <laughs> no. But I think what you can take from that is that everyone needs a regiment, like a ritual that they do every single day. Yes. And because, to right. totally, because yeah. if you don't, and if you don't ground yourself, if you don't bookend your day with some grounding ritual, mm -hmm. then what happens is because we're human, we are now victims to our day. So right. now we are being there is no intention behind anything that we're doing. So now right. we're just like surviving and then we're going to sleep, you know? Yeah, no, I, no, I agree. Like, I think especially as New York, like in Long Island, New Yorkers, all the, all the things, entrepreneurs, we just like forget, like we just go, go, go. We're like yes. constantly in the state of like adrenaline, like, mm -hmm. okay, I got to do this. I gotta do that. Totally. And it's like, we crash, like traditionally, like you crash at the end of the day and like yeah. all that hustle, like you don't, you can have success without so much hustle. Like yes. it's about finding that sweet spot within yourself, totally. like understanding your energy, um, you know, and uh, I feel like that's the way of the old days, like of, of hustling. Now we need to identify like who we are mm -hmm. and how we can find our, be the most efficient in what we're doing. Yeah. So <laughs> there, throughout this journey, I've hired a few coaches that I work with mm -hmm. and, or that I've worked with throughout the years. And yeah. I recently found one maybe two years ago, her name is Tracy Litt. So okay. an L-I-T-T. -T, and she wrote a book called um, Worthy Human. You are you are both the problem and the solution. Mm. Um, and she, I coach with her person. She is such a badass and she <laughs> lives in Florida, which is why I don't think she would, she couldn't be on your podcast, yes. but like oh, she's well, she amazing. Could. <laughs> yeah, she, could. she is uh, amazing. And this is exactly what she teaches. And it's awesome. no surprise that in this, at this stage of my life that I sought out a coach to help me really understand that the hustle and the grind can only take you but so far and that there has to be some level of self-love and self-compassion that marries into that hard work. Mm -hmm. um, and she's helped me with that these past two years. And her whole teaching is, um, is having a vision of the next level version of yourself. What does the next level version look like? Mm -hmm. And she references, Tracy references her as she. So what would she do? So if you- right every time I think of something or every time I'm triggered or every time like I'm in that energy, you know, and every time you're a bear, totally. Next time you're a bear and you want to growl. Um, I think to myself, okay, what would she do? And yeah. then like, and then just live into that. Right. It's such a beautiful work. So no, I definitely, I, I love coaches. I've worked with several coaches myself yeah. and you know, really they're just, um, there to show you the things that you're not seeing within yourself Yeah, or you may see, and you have some energetic blocks or yep. emotional blocks with them. You know, I love coaches because they get, they're the fastest way to bring you to the next level of yourself Yes, because you know, they, you just can take their knowledge and how they've done things and um, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Love coaches. Yeah. And we can't <laughs> up level in the same like messed up brain that we're living in now. You have to like, yeah. you, 
you have to learn new stuff. You have to exactly. try new stuff. Yeah. And the same thing with healing. Healing, right. I feel like in order to get to a certain place in your business, you have to heal totally. First, right. You yes. have to heal those like those uh blockages, all those fear-based things and all those, you have to get through that first in order to the, get to the next level. You have to do that hard work. Um, you know, everyone says like, oh, you got to heal. Like what is healing? Like healing is like looking internally mm-hmm. and seeing your, your triggers are and yeah. really identifying them, working through them and like, you know, understanding your stories. And yes. then- <laughs> and there's stuff that happened to all of us mm-hmm. in our lives, in our past, in our childhood mm-hmm. that still lives with us today. And it manifests in our body in some way. I mean, come on, this is so you, right? <laughs> yep, like you, you take it I away. That you have this understanding, right? Like there <laughs> just sure. is. And so I feel like you don't, as an entrepreneur, I didn't get that right. that all marries together. Like that has to do with your success right. as a business owner. It it does. So like yeah. you have to, that was a quick lesson I learned because my very first coach was like, until you heal your past traumas, mm. they will always show up in conversations today and, and relationships they, too. and relation you just all keep of it. repeating that same really if you haven't like learned that lesson then you yep. just keep getting the same like That's same it. type of like archetype in your life and you're yep. like oh i haven't dealt with that lesson yet totally <laughs> like why is everyone pissing me off oh <laughs> oh right because oh, i haven't yeah, healed that I trauma that yet yeah damn it <laughs> exactly ah <laughs> uh, well um so i i would love to hear more about your story like so i know your biggest thing you know, you had talked about other people and their successes. So please tell us like who you are in the, in the field of isogenics, like tell us like your journey of like isogenics, what got you to where you are now and what are you now, your official title and, and, you know, tell the audience a little bit about like what doing hard work and looking within yourself uh, creates. Sure. Oh my gosh. It's like a lot of questions I know. all in one. <laughs> um, okay. So a little bit about so, so I'll talk about what I like where I started. Yeah. Um, and again, if somebody's listening to this and they're not money motivated mm-hmm. or comfortable with speaking about money, you might want to mute this right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I think it's an important part of my journey, not because of the yes. dollar amount, but right. because of what it's been able to do for me. Well, yeah. Right. No, you don't have to be you. That's totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a part of my, my journey is I always tell people, I, my very first month in Isogenics, I earned one hundred and twenty-seven dollars, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, this yes. is great!" <laughs> and most people who spent, most people who start this business, say things on stage like, "I earned fifty-four dollars my first month, and it was life-changing for me." And I'm like, "Real? It wasn't that life-changing for you guys. It wasn't." So I wasn't too impressed my first month or two. Okay. Um, <laughs> one thing I quickly realized is it's sort of if you never quit. And so you asked me what my journey looks like and what got me to where I am now, like Mm -hmm. what internal work had to happen. Yeah. Literally. And I wish I could tell people who started this industry Mm -hmm. and then quit along the way. Like I want to just gather them all in a room and be like, here's the deal. Here's the reason why it didn't work for you. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons is you quit. Like Mm -hmm. literally that's the reason, because if you stay the course in this industry and I have truly become such such an ambassador for what this industry can do for people. Mm-hmm. And I live on the reality side of it. Like I totally get why people are weirded out by this. Right. right? Well, I think that's why you're successful though. Cause you can still connect back to that. Always. Like, I still connect back with like, okay, this first person getting, receiving acupuncture, like how do they feel with that? Yeah. You have to connect back to like where you always, started. Always. Sure. And I think people forget, I think people start this industry and then they're like, they think they have to become like robotic weirdos. 
I wish people could see your arms right now. (laughs) It's a robot arms. Hi, do you want to join me in my multi-billion dollar health and wellness company? Like, no, nobody wants to do that. No. They want to connect with you as a human because that's what we do. Yes. So that I think in terms of my journey and my story, Mm -hmm. that's a big part of it is like, I learned very quickly what would turn me off as right. like a consumer. If somebody approached me, what would I be weirded out about? Right. Oh, great. I would be weirded out if somebody asked me that, then I'm not going to ask that to somebody. Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to like the, the, what got me to where I am today, mm-hmm. it's a combination of literally never quitting. That's like mm-hmm. step number one. Right. Even in the down moments, even when in the months and months that I'll take like, oh my God, everybody say, it seems like everybody's saying no to me. It seems like, you know, um, I, I'll have stretches of people not wanting to, to enroll and not wanting to buy the products and mm-hmm. this person quit. And like, like there's stuff that happens. It's not like a straight line, right? right? There's seeds of doubt that are planted. Like, oh my, is this ever going to happen for me? Is this ever going to work for me? Right. There's just that there right. just is. Yeah. And I'm sure every entrepreneur traditional or otherwise yeah. is like that. I'm sure there's times when you were building your practice that you were like, what did I just do? <laughs> yes. Right. It happens. still happens. Totally. <laughs> and it will yeah. forever. And I yeah. think that's the difference between someone who's successful and mm-hmm. who, and somebody who isn't is that in the moments of those, they, that doubt, they understand there's this burning fire inside them that knows that that moment is fleeting. Right. It's going to go away as long as you just stay the course, because again, you're connected to that bigger reason why you started. Absolutely. So that is why that's what my journey looked like. It was a game of mindset. And I quickly realized it like, okay, if I get the six inches between my ears, right. (laughs) I can learn any other skill. I love that. Right. Six inches between my ears. It's true. (laughs) It's true. And if I get that right, then I, okay, then I can figure out I can figure out how to sell a protein shake. Okay. I can figure out how to hone my communication skills. So people will be drawn to me, right? Like I can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was $127 my first month. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, (laughs) anyone have any tips? It's like more than you spent, right? Right? Like literally (laughs) literally, less than than I spent. Yes. So I, I think at that time I, I looked around to say like, they say in this industry, success leaves clues. So like, look at the successful people and see what they did. Mm. And that's when I wanted to like buy my plunge pool and be like Tony Robbins. So I, (laughs) you know, I went through this whole, I went through the whole journey of it and I was very, very willing to, Mm -hmm. because I knew at the end of it, at some point there was going to be a success for me that I will, I would not and could not have anywhere else. Well, you have to experience what you you have to experience all things first before you decide what feels right for you. Totally. Right? So totally. And there's no, go through it. <laughs> yes. And there's just no way my life would look like now what it did when I was working my traditional job, which again, I loved. Yeah. I love a good corporate ladder to climb. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> love Give the challenge. Totally. <laughs> yes. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what, I think your first initial question to me was what was, what your journey look like? Right. And that was my, that was my journey, my commitment to my mindset. Yeah. So I think I want, I think what I'm looking for is like, okay, you started with 127 a month. Like, so at this, you know, where are you in your stage and, and oh, my title. Know, yeah. I'll, like to- I'll title. give you my yes. title, but no yes. one's going to know what it means. It's like star <laughs> well, this, blah, blah, blah. How many people are you managing? Like stuff sure. like that. Okay. Yeah. So I, ha- oh, this is where you want me to brag. Yes, ah, 
Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I still struggle with that a little bit. Um, Okay. So my technical isogenics title, which no one will know what this means unless you Google it, (laughs) is uh, called a five-star golden circle, one-star crystal executive. Okay. I have 12, a little over 12,000 people in my organization, which all started from one conversation. Amazing. Right? Important Mm -hmm. to to remember that. Um, I am an annual six figure, multiple six figure earner, and I am very close to hitting Isogenics millionaire, which oh means gosh. a cumulative million dollar earned. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That was my, that's my brag stretch. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. And how long have you been um, doing, how long have you been, uh, how long have you been doing Isogenics? A little over six years. A little over six years. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. And your family's proud. Everyone's good. Totally. Yes. I love totally. it. I know I'm proud of you. Oh I yeah. I know you're the best. <laughs> yes. You're the best. No, my family, it's funny, actually, part of my, part of my bad taste in my mouth about this industry is that mm-hmm. my parents were in Amway. Um, for many I years. Amway. Of my course. parents did it too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like everyone's parents did Amway. Yes. And like, I remember just being like, Okay, so like I have to sell glass cleaner to my aunt and uncle. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm so weirded out about this industry. And my mom used to do Mary Kay. You know Mary, I know Kay? Mary Kay. Okay, yes. so like I was like forced to do like makeup parties like yeah. as a little girl, mm-hmm. but just like under the guise that it's fun. Yeah. But it was like a network marketing party. I'm like, what are we oh, doing? But I do like Mary Kay. I've had I've used some of Mary Kay. Stuff. Oh, yes, I love both. Yeah, yeah. Not, nothing to say about either company. Yes, yes. My experience with the industry was right. that. Was Got that. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's what, that's it. I think that's why I had a bad taste in my mouth about the industry. And of course, and honestly, I really feel like it's 2021. Yeah. Like we got to be like a little bit more outside the box thinkers (laughs) at this point. I haven't gotten the pyramid scheme thing in a while. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because the reputation of the industry is getting better or if just because I'm just so like, like no one's going to throw that at me now. Right. You know what I mean? I just think that you're just so connected with why you're doing what you're doing. You're successful at doing it, that you're not even seeing those things anymore. Probably. Sure. Yeah. You know, you're just Maybe that's at it. a certain level with that. Maybe that's it. So, um, every entrepreneur has goals. What are your next, what are the next steps for you? Like, what are you, what are you reaching for right now? What are some of the things that you're looking to achieve in your life? Well, I love that. <laughs> um, so while I am like a big, I'm like a big dreamer. I also am like realistic in the now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to chunk out my goals into little tinier bite-sized things. Mm-hmm. So my, I'll, I'll tell you both. So my sure. little bite-sized things is my next, my next celebration will be Isogenics Millionaire, which will really excite me. Mm-hmm. So that's goal one. Yeah. Um, goal, And then I have goals of like, paying for camp in full for the summer, things like that. We're planning a Disney trip next year. I want to be able to do fun things and stay at like Animal Kingdom and have the giraffes like cuddling with you during breakfast. Do you know what I mean? Right? That like apparently costs 15 grand or something ridiculous. And you're like, okay, well, that's my next goal, right? So I like to chunk things out like that. I like thinking about what my life experiences are going to be, how much it will cost for said life experience, and then having goals like that. Mm. That's monetary goals. When right. it comes to my selfless goals, <laughs> right? With quotes. Quote, quote unquote, my selfless yes. goals <laughs> is to help two more people on my team this year be able to leave their jobs. Mm. Again, the people that want to leave their jobs. Right. Not everybody wants to. Right. But be able to leave their jobs and do this full time in some capacity. I want to help I people. That. Yeah. Do that. Because when I do that, those other things come. Mm. Right. When I when I help you 
leave your job and create that income for yourself. The beauty of it is that that other I can go to the animal kingdom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for it's, sure. It's the more you help others, the more you help. You're also helping yourself to come back. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Even if you weren't connected in the in the yes. in the in the organization, or yes, whatever. for sure, for sure, totally. So yeah, I think that's another big goal of mine. Um, and then little things like helping people get to specific ranks within isogenics that mm. might not like the wording of it doesn't matter, but it's like right. helping this person. Um, my goal is to help each person who enrolls with me now mm-hmm. to get their products paid for like little things. Right. I mean, it's 300 bucks, but right. like you don't have to pay it. You just have to refer to people. You know right. what I mean? It's right. like very simple With products you already use. And yes, and totally. Things, so, so that's my, that's another smaller goal. And then of course, bigger, huger goals. Yes. My, one of the connected whys that I have, and this will go right back. Any mother listening to this will totally get it. Mm-hmm. I never, ever want to say to Zachary that we can't afford something. I want to be able to teach him. Not only can you afford it, but to afford it, you have to work hard for it. Right. Like this is what work ethic looks it. like. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You can get anything you want. Right. And I teach him now at six years old too. his I'll go to Target and be like, I want that $400 dinosaur. I mean, it's not $400, <laughs> yeah, no. but like, exactly. like, okay, right. Totally. Yeah. But like that huge dinosaur that costs a lot of money. I'm like, great. You can have anything you want. What are you going to do to earn it? Yeah. So my bigger goal in life is to just teach Zach that you can have everything and anything that you want as long as you work for it. Mm, and that. I'm always connected to it every day. So yeah. Much. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. So I wish I could talk to you for like all day, so, I know, but we, we have to start Same. wrapping it up. But, um, is there anything else that you think our audience of mom entrepreneurs or mom wannabe entrepreneurs, um, could benefit from, from through your experience, through any of your stories, or is there anything else you'd like to leave them with? There's like so much, <laughs> there's so much. I know. I just, am such a believer in that. If yeah. you are a mom, if you're a mom, or any parent or female without children, whatever. If you're a person who has some burning desire inside of you that, you know, you want your life to look bigger, be bigger, sound bigger, taste bigger, all of the things Mm -hmm. that you have the ability to make choices, to make that come true for yourself. There is nothing special about the Elizabeth Martins, the Vicki Pollocks, the all the other women that you see who have started their business. There's nothing special about them. They are ordinary people who made extraordinary decisions mm-hmm. and that we all have the ability to make extraordinary decisions, even though right now you think that you don't, even though right now you think that you are not a victim to your to a smaller life or a quieter life, but that you think you have no choices other than to live in the exact same circumstances that you're living in now. You have choices and you could make the same extraordinary decisions that the Elizabeth Martins of the world made. Like you have that ability to oh, do it. I love you. Love you. Love it. Love it's it. True. Love it. It's true. <laughs> For sure. True. Yeah. All right, Vicky. So how can people find you? Um, what is the name of your of your URL? How can we find you on social media? Sure. So Tell you can. Things. Yep. So Instagram is yep. at Vicky Pollock. So okay. it's a V-I-C-K-I P-O-L-L-A-C-K. Um, Facebook, you can just search Vicky Pollock on there. And um, I have VickyPollock.com. Awesome. You can hop on there too. 
Yeah. Love it. So they can find in iso- uh, things that you do for, you know, with all the isogenic things, all the things that you do for your morning routine, which you didn't mention which vitamins you do and what shot you take. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> totally. Oh, you'll love it. Yes. Well, you know what it is. The Ionic Supreme in the morning, that Got shot. It. Yes. And it has like B12 and ashwagandha. Love That's it. like so up your alley. Mm-hmm. It's such a, I you know, buzzword. I just love the bone broth for sure. That's I like know. My, I, my favorite thing because it the bomb. relates to Chinese medicine and it makes my skin amazing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, yep. All right. Well, well, thank you so much. It was such a thank pleasure you. having you today. And um, I would love to have you back in the future. And-